0: Good evening. Uh, Praise be to the Lord this evening. Uh, It's a great privilege for uh, me and my wife to be here with you all. Uh, It's absolutely unexpected. You know, we never knew that we have this program. But I want to thank God that God made it possible for us to come over and spend a little time with you. Uh, This weekend, three days, I'm going to be with... uh, other Indian assembly, whether, where my came, brother Cam John is ministering. Uh, I just want to read a verse from Second Corinthians chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. From verse 14 to 16. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the one we are the aroma of death leading to death, and to the other the aroma of life. Leading to life. May God add his blessings upon this reading. We are, as Christians, supposed to be an aroma of Lord Jesus Christ. We are supposed to be the fragrance. Am I right? Every Christian is a missionary in the world. Every non-believer is a mission field for every missionary. May God encourage you this evening with the thoughts what I am trying to share with you, so that you all, each one will be a missionary. Matthew chapter 28 the last portion we see the commission of Lord Jesus Christ. Go ye therefore I hope you are understanding my English. Is it okay? (laughs) Go ye therefore and to the uttermost part of the world and make disciples of all nations we all whatever color we are from whichever nations we are we are the children of three sons of Noah Shem, Ham Japheth the whole nations came through Those three sons of Noah. And this evening I want to encourage you that we have nothing to do with only that one particular nation where we are born. We are for all the nations because Europeans are my brothers, my cousins. Africans are my cousins. So we preferred as a family to leave India, though I was born and brought up in India, 57 years we lived in India I lived in India ministered the word of God along with my job but I had my mother dedicated me to the Lord when I was born I was born after 6 daughters in the family she came from a very orthodox background to faith and there were a lot of reproach on her that no son is being born because you left the church the traditional church and went to jesus she prayed to the lord and as a gift god gave me to her when she was 43 year old and the day i was born in a midnight she when she realized i am a son the seventh child she lifted me and said god here is your son, Samuel. That's why I am Samuel. You know Hannah's story, isn't it? From that day onward, I was always being reminded by my mother that you are not the son of me or my husband. You are the son of God. Maintain that status in standard in life. And then I have dedicated you to God's service. You have to serve Him. I didn't have a call, full-time call in the beginning. So I joined the Indian Air Force. I was a police intelligence officer in India for 15 years. Thereafter, I was the chief of security with another multinational company. Throughout those several decades, I worked day and night, bringing whatever possible, studying because I was a small boy when I joined the Air Force, studying, additional studies up to the doctorate level, then ministering the word of God, along with the job, leading people to Christ. With a three-star uniform, it was very easy for me, as a Gideon, to get into schools, to go to any Hindu organizations. They may not welcome an evangelist or a full-time pastor, but they had no problem in allowing a police officer to come and share the word or the moral education with the children. So that was the uh, possibility, that was the advantage I had uh, to do the work of God. Always that challenge was within me. And we on a job as an executive director of one of the NGOs in Kenya. We were invited to go and take over that responsibility. And uh, in 2007, at the age of 57, I happened to go to Kenya. Kenya, you know where it is. It is an East African country. And for the last seven and a half years, God allowed us to be in Kenya. This evening, I have only very few minutes, I know that. I just wanted to show you the glimpses of what we were trying to do, along with the job. And after a few years, what made me to leave my job and get into full-time ministry... As my mother dedicated and dreamed uh, in 1950, okay, hallelujah. I am today 64 year old, I am not a young man, I am am old, my wife is there, our children, three children grown up and married and settled down, Uh, two two daughters are medical doctors, married to doctors and they are serving the Lord in mission hospitals. So all that, you know, very brief I have to go through, you know, because I can't explain, you know. Otherwise it will take three hours to explain all that. But to encourage uh, what I wa- we were trying to do there in Africa, there is a lot of opportunity in Africa. Anybody who would like to come, you are most welcome. Eh? You can come to Kenya, be with us, you can serve the Lord. We have about 110 brethren assemblies, uh, the chapels in India, and I am with, I am commented from uh, Hope Bible Chapel in Nairobi. It's a slum church. Uh, all our African brothers and sisters only. There is no Indian and no Europeans. Nobody, only Africans. Okay, and we enjoy being with them. And they have commended me to the uh, full-time work. So I was. Uh, this is my wife sitting there. Uh, Again, you can see me as a police officer there, and uh, this is the tool. What I am trying to use to bring people to Christ. If time permits, at the last I wanted to just run through that, maybe 10 minutes, so that you will know how you can use that tool for the uh, spreading of gospel. I can give you a copy freely, no problem. I, at the PowerPoint program I can give you later. You can copy to your laptop, one one family to family, or even the schools or anywhere opportunity. You can present the gospel through that chart. Because that man's heart which you are seeing here. Has led uh, more than 50,000 souls to Jesus in the last 7 years. The maximum number I have ever brought to the Lord. That was in Africa, in Kenya. Okay. Praise be to the Lord. And uh, this is a group in India, North India. All Hindus. There are absolutely not even one Christian in this. And they are hearing the gospel. Some of them got saved. And then uh, who got saved, ready to be baptized, we take them to River Ganges. That is a holy uh, river of Hindus in North India. Uh, this was the church we had. You can see the brethren prayer hall. Uh, we started worship in one room. It, it got filled very soon. We broke the middle wall. And made two rooms into one, used half of the comfort what I had in my home for the glory of God. Then that became full in in two years time. We had to build a hall on the top. Because the fanatic Hindu government was not allowing us to build a church separately publicly. So we had to use the top of our terrace for building a prayer hall in India, in North India. That was the time I was called to to Kenya. This you can see, uh, I am here with my wife. This is the Kenyan Defense Force. Okay, men and women together. A lot of evil things there. Very wicked nature. Very difficult to bring them to Christ. No pastor or evangelist is ever permitted into a military camp in Kenya. And I as an ex-air force they have they welcome me they have no problem because I have I understand their language they understand my language it was very easy for me to penetrate into this group and this was one unit of 250 soldiers and you can see men and women together more than 100 got saved on that first day with this group then I distributed the bibles to them this is the police forces in Kenya <coughs> Very difficult to contact these policemen. Nobody can go to them except their chaplain. But God has given me privilege as an ex-Air Force police officer. So they love to hear from my police officer. These are all commissioners, every commissioner. 325 police commissioners and authorities. All of them in the headquarters. I have given the Bible to them and spread 2-2 minutes gospel to them and prayed for them. These are the prison ministry. You can see them all receiving Jesus. Even, even even the boss himself got saved on that day, along with the prisoners. This is the women prison. All those who are standing are for receiving Jesus. This is another prison. You can see them receiving Jesus. These are only glimpses I kept. There are so many such prisons. This is the Westgate Mall in in Kenya, which was... Uh, you know, the the terrorists uh, used a few few months last year. They exploded with explosives and a lot of about 65 people were killed. So there is a supermarket. Uh, Kenya, every supermarket has three days uh, prayer meeting in the morning, morning glory it is called. So in the morning time, in a week, three times in a week, they have prayer meeting. And we can go, all these employees uh, get together for uh, a prayer, and we can preach to them. Many of them got saved like this. These are the school ministry. You can see these are all very important schools. The girls getting pregnant, conceived when they are studying in small, small girls in schools, class 7, class 8, they get conceived. So we go through the gospel, we teach them the moral education. You can see even these Muslim girls getting saved there. And this is an Asian school where I was requested not to give an altar call because there may be a procession coming tomorrow from Hindu parents, you know, because for converting them to Christianity. But Holy Spirit gave an opportunity to give that altar call to them. And you can see all the 800... You know, once you see that man's heart, how the devil is inside, what the devil is doing with the life, and how he, the devil is trying to destroy the life, and when you have Jesus, the devil runs away and he dies and goes to heaven. The other one dies and goes to hell. You know, it's a very simple gospel. Uh, but uh, it, it makes an effect to the children, to, to every community, every people. So here all the 800, total, 100% got saved. You can see all these are getting saved. Many, many schools. Even this is a pastor, an Anglican pastor. You can see he is the principal of that. And he is a retired priest of Asik, Anglican Church of Kenya and his Ph.D. in theology, okay, and uh, he's the principal presently, and uh, this is St. John's uh, High School in in Nairobi, about 250 students, after preaching from the chart everywhere first time I presented the man's heart, and then this man, when I gave the last call uh, to come to Jesus, he looked around, uh, how many children raised the hand, then you can see him also raising hand to receive Jesus. Later on, he confessed, "I was truly not saved. I was the pastor. I had PhD in theology, but I was not saved." Okay, so such opportunities we get. This is a college. Univers- this is a college. Okay. This is a college. Unity College. This is a wicked school where they make criminals. Many of them got saved. And some of those children wanted to be baptized. They requested the principal to invite me as the spiritual father for them. So I had the privilege to go and baptize them. These are the different crusades from different churches. They invite me to go and be their speaker. So we lead many people to Christ through this slum and city. This is the police association, Christian Police Officers Association. They invite me as a former police officer to preach. You can see me standing above the truck and uh, preaching. A policeman in uniform is interpreting the message to their language. Another policeman in uniform is holding that chart. And these are the slums, very dirty slums in, in Nairobi and surrounding area. You can see this boy, this is a place about 300 kilometers away, miles away from Nairobi. And uh, you can see this boy is also sitting to listen the word of God, and what is in his mouth is uh, glue. You know, you can buy with maybe with your five cent, ten cent. He begs somebody for buying a banana. You know, so somebody give ten cent, and with the ten cent he goes and buys the glue in the bottle, the very cheapest uh, uh, drug. So he, he very art, art, uh, artfully he clipped it in the mouth and he continued to take the smell, the gas from this and slowly he gets the cheapest kick okay. So this is one way of, you know, they, they destroy themselves So I was telling the, the audience Look at this young boy, teenager, 11 year 12 year, He doesn't know he's burning up his lungs and heart and inner parts, everything But I said Jesus is compassionate. Even he can change the life of this child. I don't know whether he understood what I said. But as I gave an altar call, he was the first one to come up and surrender his bottle, that glue bottle and a cigarette. It is a drug, filled drug inside. And he surrendered it here and received Jesus. You can see him standing here. This, you know, made many drug addicts and drunkards to come to Christ there these are the different again this is the Maasai Mara you know the Maasai community they are the one you may be knowing uh, where we see in the National Geography channels you can see the animals uh, migrating from Tanzania to Kenya the, the what do you call those animals in the water um, uh, what is that which eat, which eat uh, uh, inside the water that big uh, crocodiles, crocodiles, crocodiles catch the animals. And when they come up into the field, the lions catch them. So all this, you know, this actually that park is owned by this community. This is called Masai. And that that park is called Masai Mara. You know, it is 1500 kilometer surrounding. It's a big park. So every tourist come to see in Kenya, that park. And so this is owned by these people. It's very, you know, very difficult to bring this community to Jesus. They are strong warriors, very honest. Even if you drop your wallet, they will return to you. They will never take. Such honest, sincere people. But very difficult to bring them to Christ. They drink the cow's blood. They eat the meat, drink the blood, bring the milk. Bring the milk. Nothing else they eat. Mostly they eat only that. And they, on a walking cow, they go and put a big injection to the neck. And the blood comes out to a wooden wooden glass. And before it gets clotted, you know, in seconds it gets clotted. Before that, they drink it there itself. But when they come to Jesus, we teach them, the blood is, the life is in blood. So they stop after that. Okay, so once they come to Jesus... They are the mightiest warriors for Christ. You know, we have seen this particular tribe. We have 42 tribes in Kenya. So this is one of the best tribes when they are with Jesus. This is another bishop with 2,500 churches they invite. This is an Anglican pastor. Normally they never call an evangelical pastor or a missionary to their church. They want the robed, uniformed people, ordained from their church only. But I had the privilege as an executive director, as a police officer, so they are all happy to hear the word from me. So I get opportunity to go and teach them. These are the AIC, Africa Inland Church. This is the first, well, you know, church in Africa, okay, in, in Kenya. So these are the, these are the ministers and members of parliament are listening to the word of God. This is another tribe called Kurinos, Very holy people, but they don't allow anybody else to come to preach, but we have the privilege these are the conferences where uh, we are able to send gospel. This is the vice President of uh, former vice President of Kenya uh, was also with us in that church that day. These are our brethren assemblies. Uh, you can see in, uh, in, in slums and small small areas, one hundred and ten brethren assemblies we can see there. Very poor people. This is all you have to walk, maybe someday about thirty kilometers. No vehicle can go there, no roads are there. So we struggled to reach to that place and very poor. You can see their church building and all that you can see. And uh, this is also another uh, believers group, our chapel. <coughs> These are all brother assemblies, different. This is South Sudani refugees church and very poorest of poor. Hardly anybody would like to go there because they don't get any gift or they, don't, they are not able to pay. They are the very poor. But we have the privilege to go and minister to them. They are the South, South Sudani refugee women in Kenya. These are the Maasai tribe women with my wife. This is my wife taking the Sunday school for the children. These are the programs, different. This is a funeral, a Catholic funeral, where I was invited to present the gospel during the funeral service. And this woman died There is a 126-year-old. Okay, she was. It was not in the record history, but she was a, you know, with 126. Her grandson. She is a Catholic, but her grandson is one of our evangelists, full-time missionary, our evangelist. So he invited me to present gospel, and uh, very difficult to believe, but out of 3,500 people, more than 3,000 people gave their life to Jesus on that day. You know, that occasion we used it, including, including nine. Uh, priests and nuns of the catholic even they came to the Lord when all this was happening there is a terrorist organization called uh, Mungiki I can give the word later on there you can google that Mungiki word and see that is the largest criminal organization in the world with 5 million followers and he is the leader of that Mungiki sect they chop off the head and they are the mafia. If you build this hall tomorrow or you buy this chapel tomorrow, they will come to know how much you paid. Maybe one million you paid, one million dollar. Tomorrow his agents will come to the elders of this church. So you paid one, $1 million and bought it. So tomorrow by 7 o'clock evening we need $50,000. You know, one condition, that's all you have to pay it. That was the condition there. Government failed. Police failed uh, to to control them. They were killing them. They were killing these people. So this was the practice going on for years. And this man was jailed for two years. And a pastor, somebody went to the jail, gave him a Bible. Since he had nothing to pass time and he was a BVIP, very, very important person in the prison, because he is the leader of such a big sect. And every police, everybody fear him, and he was given all the privilege. So he had a lot of time to read the Bible. So seven times he read the Bible. When he came out, he had some change. He says, why should I make my people to die hereafter? Why should I kill people? So a change came in him, and he was looking for a bold man of God to go and preach, teach his people. And no bishop, no pastor ever wanted to go to their camps. Because when they are there with them, the police can attack, military can attack. They can come in helicopter and bombard that area, you know, police. Because they were so so much against this sect. And he came to know about me, there is a policeman from India and he's a pastor. He can teach the word of God. And he is bold enough. He called me on phone and telling, I am Maina Janga. Maina Janga, if you hear the name in Kenya, you will tremble. <laughs> okay. And I said, are you the same Maina Janga? He said, yes, pastor, I am the same Maina Janga. Are you bold enough to come to my people and change my 5 million people? I said, why not? What do I have to fear for? I am 60 plus. It is in 2010 I am talking, eh? I said, "I'm just, just close to 60 years. I have settled my children. I taught my wife how to be alone, even if I die, so Mina have no fear. I can come. At the most, when I come, what can happen today? You may chop off my head, because that is what they do. You may chop off my head. If that happens today, Mina, I will be the most fortunate man in the world, because I will be the first Asian martyr in African continent for Jesus. And when Jesus comes. He will see that martyr's crown on me. And he will see, oh, this old man came from India and died for me in Kenya. Oh, Kenya need a president for 1000 years, millennium period. Let me make this man the president of Kenya. So I may be the president. And Maina is keenly listening on phone and understanding what I am teaching him. Oh, he's telling, sir, pastor, this is the boldness I need for my pastor. Please come. I am here. We are not going to kill you. There are chariots of fire around you, Pastor. Please come. And I went without any fear. Anybody could kill me. And I was ready to die even for Jesus. I am here with him. You can see this is one house with a hundred acre farm. He has 20 houses in Nairobi itself this much. He's is a multi-billionaire man. Eh? Through mafia, through looting people. And you can see, I was presenting the chart. Why you became mungikis? Why you became terrorists? The, the devil is inside. So he, I made him to interpret the message to their language. So that he understand word by word what I was trying to teach him. You can see the first group receiving Jesus. The second group here. The second group wanted to receive everybody. You can see him also standing on the table receiving Jesus. With this, along with the second group on the second day. And you can see them surrendering to the Lord after receiving Jesus. You can see that this is my, our our younger daughter and son, they were also missionary doctors in Kenya at that time. Now they are here in Ohio, so we are here to meet them. So this you can see him sitting here with us. And uh, this is a very large group on the second week. You can see them receiving Jesus, surrendering to the Lord. So more than 5,000 people within two weeks received Jesus. You know, sometimes very difficult for people to believe. You know, can it? Is it possible? The terrorists, such criminals, overnight changing over. But let me tell you: since 2010, September 29th, afternoon 3:30, the first trip I made to them. From that day until today, not even single crime happened in Kenya because of this group. Otherwise, there used to be. Hundreds of headless bodies every night, every day, in the roads, in the forest, in the in the villages, everywhere you will find. So God has done that great thing. This was the church which I was managing. You can see me here as the executive director of that organization which I was really ministering there. You can see me ministering here. You can see him sitting here as a changed man with a smile on his face now. He is the leader of the 5 million Okay, you can see him here. My wife is here. And this was such a terror, such a big group. He is the present senator of Nairobi, Nairobi County. And he, he invited him and his wife come and listen to my Asian pastor's teaching. And truly they came and they got saved. Both of them got saved that day. This is our brethren, uh, chairman of four, 200 assemblies from Burundi. Okay, His brother Simeon and a very good teacher. So I invite him sometime to come and teach these people. You can see after four months, they want to be baptized. So you can see this was the baptism conducted. Very difficult for people to believe. But we have truly done it. And brothers and sisters, let me tell you, This was a live telecast from morning 9 o'clock until evening 6 o'clock. It was the national TV was showing our government has failed to control the mob. But here is an old man from India, from where they think, you know, all Indians are Hindus. So a heathen country from where we don't expect any good to happen, good to come. Here is a man from there coming and changing our people. They were showing, I never knew they were showing it on a live, live telecast, but... They did it for us. And uh, this is the crowd who came to the Lord. Till yesterday, they were all killing people. But overnight, God has changed. And uh, presenting Bibles. We didn't have plenty of Bible. We used to, Somebody used to come, an organization, come, 100 Bible give to me, give to them. So we used to, you know, help them out. I made him to stand with me so that let him learn to be holy, you know, to participate from the Holy Communion. It was very difficult. See, The Kenya cannot believe a man like this can come and stand under my hand and requesting me, Pastor, today is my birthday, 43rd birthday, please pray for me, bless me. You know, this was a great change happened. So I was, we were interviewed in TV, how, how this is happening, how can you do, how are you bold enough to do that, why you, can, can, why do you don't fear the life. So a lot of, lot of things you can see, you know, there is no time to explain all this when all this was happening my brothers sisters i had a lot of stress inside okay i was pretending to be very bold i was you know strictly handling them when i preach for 10 minutes the leader stands up he says and he shouts from their pastor we are never used to sit like that we are we are impatient we cannot hear to such a large teaching when he gets up About 5,000, 6,000 mob, all his members get up. If he goes out, everybody goes out. If he sit down, everybody sit down. I was so much in difficulty. Someday I had to show my hand. I said, Mayna, I will slap you. Then I add, as a father, I have the right to slap you. You know, in India, in Kenya, we can slap no problem like America. okay? So, So I used to frighten him someday. I said, don't ever try to do that. This is the holy altar of God, the word of God is being preached. You have to sit there, you know, controlling him, controlling him. But when I show that hand, uh, inside there used to be a hook, okay, because that stress. Uh, you know, if a provocation, if, if he is provoked, he could do anything. I was not scared to die, but the, my fear was if he, you know, look at the security. His security agents, you know group is there with a gun and with 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 a knife, everything you know they walk about. you know if he just look at them, that is sufficient. That is the end of me. but dying was okay i could be a I could be a martyr, but the problem was many people stopped me, many, many of our brothers, many bishops, many spiritual leaders, brother, please never take a risk with these people. they are the most. Most dangerous criminal group in Kenya never take a chance like that. And I, I discarded their advice and I went ahead. So what will these people think? Oh, this man went boldly and it happened today. See, he is killed. The name, bad name for Jesus. That's what my fear was. But that stress made me to faint one day. And I fell fainted. Taken to hospital. Nothing was detected. I was taken to India. And in a Christian medical college in South India, they detected I had two blocks in my heart. One hundred percent, one eighty percent. And I was almost dying with that attack. And remember, I have no sugar. I have no blood pressure. I have no cholesterol. I am a perfect man running up and down, I can preach three hours standing even without taking even water. Nowadays, Dr. I to keep a water little with you so that it will give you oxygen inside. That's why I keep water. Otherwise, I could do. I was so smart, so healthy. But yet, it blocked. And I had to go and do an angioplasty. Came back. The born-again doctor in that hospital is telling me, Uncle, God has given you a second life. Go and minister. In Africa again, I came back with fresh blood in my heart. I came, left my job. I remembered my mother's commitment and dedication, you know, 63 years before, and I surrendered to the Lord full time. So from last year, we have we are no more working. Otherwise, we used to work day. And I, I always hesitated to stand before somebody asking for some money to do the work of God. I wanted to do every day work. And then look after the Lord's work. I used to spend my own money, even the last coin. I and my wife, we used to spend for the for the Lord. Even the church in in North India, we used to give food for all about hundred people, all from Hindu backgrounds and the Sikh, you know, the turbaned people. They were the total community in my church, more than hundred who came through us to the Lord. We used to give food from our house. Not from the church. We, we hardly took offering at that time because they were all very poor. And all the hundred people were being given food. She used to stand early morning, get up, Sunday morning, and cook food for everybody. Means spending everything for the Lord. And now, here we are. This is the commendation letter you will find. And the most wonderful thing this is the church commended me in Kenya. Not even single missionary from India is there who is commended in Africa. They are all commanded either from India or some American missionaries are there. Indians commanded from here, and they are there. They are supported from here. Others are supported from India, but we are supported. By, we are not supported by this this group because they can't even give one dollar in a year to me. You know, they are absolutely poor, downtrodden people. But we are so happy. God takes care of us and leading us. So now, recently, now we are looking after the Asian community. There is a lot of Asian, the Gujarati, Western uh, Gujarati states. They are there. Nobody can go to them to preach, but we are trying to reach out to them. You can see, uh, uh, after about two years of teaching them, also along with the other job, you can see these people, five people got recently baptized when I was just coming here last to last month. Five of them, they are Asian community, Hindus who came to the Lord. So this is the ministry we are trying to do at this moment. I think I have only 5 minutes left. 8.30 I am supposed to stop. Uh, can, can, you, can you put on my brother, the next one? Uh, that is the man's heart. Hallelujah, yes. Only I think only maybe 5-10 minutes. Very flash I will show you. So that uh, there are 3 purposes why I am showing it. One is to teach you how to present the gospel. Okay. to anybody, your friends, your parents, your children, your own family, or outsider, or in a school, or in a society, anywhere you can present through this. Number two, if there is anyone who is not born again, you will know where you are heading, where you are going. Okay. Third one, as believers, very strong, We, we claim to be very strong believers of the Lord. The doctrine is absolutely inbuilt, everything. But you will know today how many wrong spirits are still remaining in us. The devil is out, Holy Spirit is inside. But how many demonic spirits are still uh, sometime in us. The spirit of jealousy, the spirit of fear, the spirit of quarreling, the spirit of divisions, the spirit of adultery, the spirit of many other things. Okay, Whatever you think bad, you can think that. So very fast we will go. Here you see... Seen the heart is deceitful jeremiah seventeen nine you all know it. I have no time to explain it. Uh, this you can see from Jesus said from the heart of man proceed all those evil things, uh, and it defiles the man. This is the man's heart. I know you know this story isn't it? there's a small booklet you will get man's heart story. Have you anybody seen it earlier? You have seen it in India, okay We call it Raju's heart or in Hindi Premlal kahrde huh. Malayalam we call it Thambida Okay. So this is the story actually. This is the heart of a man. This is the heart of you and me. Okay. This is the same heart. It is so wicked. So dirty. Can you see it? Huh? So this is the heart of a man. Dark. No light has ever entered here. Because as Psalm 51 verse 5. King David says, Behold, I am born in Iniquities. My mother conceived me in sin. Okay. So when the seed is put to the womb, the devil enters there and this devil is remaining there inside. As the child is growing, one year, two years, he starts speaking lies, he starts talking all wrong things, nonsenses. Then he sends him to school, three year, four year. The first day when he comes, he will come with an extra pencil or a notebook stealing from others. See that that the the spirit wrong spirit grows in him. And when he is big as an adult, the pig the the devil inside is also a grown up big. Word of God is very near, not having any any entry to this heart. Holy Spirit is near, but this evil spirit blindfolded this man so that he cannot see the truth of God. So he is totally in a dark world. He is unhappy. There is fear in him. There is no hope. It's a hopeless life he is leading. Okay, so I just wanted to explain what are these demonic spirits. This is the peacock. When you see a man coming, the peacock lifts its feather, spread it, and rotate. It dance around. Uh, to tell the world, look at me, I am so beautiful. Okay, that is the spirit of pride. Okay, This is the spirit of pride. This is snake. Indians, we know. The Indian Hindus, we worship snake. We have 333 million gods in India. You know that? Huh? 333 million gods. Rat is god. Elephant is god. Monkey is god. Tiger is god. Peacock is god. Snake is god. Uh, the, the snake, uh, the, the, the sun is god. Moon is God. River is God. Fire is God. Everything is God for an Indian. Okay. So snake is also a God for Indian. But every day you take the milk to the snake for giving the milk to the snake but one day, maybe after 10 years, one day it will bite your hand. He is so deceiving one. eh? So you cannot believe him. So that is the spirit of deception. Then the snake never goes straight. It goes crooked. The nature of this man is crookedness. Pig is there. It lives dirty. In the dirty places. Where you throw rubbish, it lives there. It eats, it drinks there. It plays, it enjoys there. But you bring a pig home, give a good bath, wash, put on nice dress, put a tie, put nice earrings, and put face powder, then lipstick, perfume, Pig, you know, the pig will look now so beautiful, nice, smelling. But in the evening, you take the pig out. What will happen when it see a dirty place? It will never like to stay with you. It will go and jump into the dirty place. So it is the spirit of dirtiness. Okay, spirit of wickedness rather. This is hena. Hena is a thief. Huh? It hides behind the bush, run and catch and run away. So that is the spirit of stealing. While in school, while in college, while in the job, try to steal, utilizing that even small small envelopes which is given for our office purpose, we will steal it and use it, we will steal the time, how we can manage, all that they will do. That is the spirit of stealing. This is tiger, spirit of cruelty. Even if I say I am a missionary from India, can he understand? He will break my bone and he will eat me up. So he is not kind, this man. All this nature are filled in him, because devil is the king of his heart. These are the nature, spirits of the devil. This is frog. Frog can live in water, it can also live in the dry land, isn't it? When you see the food in water, it jumps there. When you see the food in the dry land, it jumps there. Unfaithful, inconsistent, it can shift its faithfulness anytime, anywhere. Opportunist. Okay, that is the spirit of opportunism goat very very simple animal but goat and and sheep there is difference one shepherd can take 10,000 sheep together but that is not the case with goat you cannot take 10 goats together one goat will go to that bush one goat will go to that plant one will come to this grass it will wander away That is the spirit of wandering, spirit of adultery, spirit of fornication. This man has a good wife at home, but he doesn't want to be with her, looking for green pastures. Okay, but the day when my wife was joined with me by a man of God, what was literally happening? My lost rib, out of which a woman was created, returned to my body, isn't it? It returned to my body. So she became, became my body since 39 years. She is my body. And I am tolerating that old woman. Huh? And she is tolerating this old man. Huh? And we manage each other. We knew we are born again. She is my body. Can I shake it and r- remove my bone? Huh? Can my, my, my parents order me to remove that ribbon, and throw it? Can a magistrate, a judge order me? Many times we forget that she is inbuilt within me. So spirit of adultery entered even into the churches, even in the society. You can see all around us what is happening. So that is spirit of adultery. This is lazy animal. Doesn't want to move from where it is. Doesn't want to study. Doesn't want to. You see, my children wanted to be doctors, and they were very below in studies, but we encouraged them. Shown them James 1.5. If you lack wisdom, ask God. He will give you wisdom. And study hard from today. They change their timetable. They they sleep at 7.30. Morning 1.30 night they get up. And keep an alarm and get up. And pray. And ask God, God, I have no wisdom. But I want to be a doctor. Nothing less than a doctor. Nothing more than a doctor. Please make me a doctor. And both my our daughters became doctors. One is a gynecologist today. One is a dentist. They desire to get husbands, doctors, to work with them in the mission hospitals. And God granted them. One is a medicine doctor. Another one is a pediatrician. So God has granted. If you work hard, even children, youngsters, I am talking. When you work hard, God can make you what you want to be. So this is a lazy life. All these animals are filled within this man because... The devil is the king of his heart. Let me go fast. Now who commits a sin is of the devil. But God sent a solution. Jesus Christ. Okay. Now one day he stood to hear the word of God. And as the word of God enters, God saw from above, this man is seeking God. And God sent the Holy Spirit into his heart. Because without spirit, he cannot call God above Father, isn't it? So he needs to have the help of Holy Spirit And as the Holy Spirit is Entering here You can see the evil spirit is run, Running away from the heart Both the spirits cannot stay together In this heart So as he is leaving What is happening? The spirit of wickedness The spirit of pride The spirit of hello Deception or Crookedness Spirit of cruelty I want you to understand that, you know, when you get angry tomorrow, you will know which animal is inside. eh? (laughs) And, and, And spirit of cruelty, spirit of stealing, spirit of adultery, spirit of opportunism, spirit of laziness, all that. Even spirit of fear, quarreling, drinking, smoking, adultery, everything leaves his heart and goes away. And his inner eyes is opening to understand the truth of God. His heart, dark heart, is being changed to marvelous light. He is being guided by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, to a godly life. You can see, one day, he read Revelation 3.20. Do you know what is that? Revelation 3.20. I knock at your door. If you open. I will come inside, I will dwell with you, I will sup with you. That burger what you are eating, yeah? that, that sausage what you are eating, he is ready to eat with you, isn't it? He's so kind. You were so wicked, but now he is so kind. As he invited Jesus in, he came in, forgave his sin. His heart is now the temple of Jesus. Temple of the Holy Spirit. Word of God is consistent here. See all this animal which was running away earlier now turned towards his heart and wanted to enter back. If he, this man gives a little loophole here for the wickedness to enter he will put his nose and shake it and widen it. Then he will put his face inside. Again he will shake and widen it. Then he will put his head inside. And where the head can go the whole body can go in. So the wickedness will come inside and occupy this much place the stealing will place this much if we allow the the deception it will take so it can shrink the 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 heart the holy spirit will not have the full space that's why apostle paul said uh, be renewed every day in the spirit that is the fullness of spirit okay filling of spirit not with any other jumping or dancing or other things what we usually see in the in the in the society or in the churches it is Having this heart clean for the Holy Spirit. Now you can see this man is bearing fruit. He is growing in the Lord. You know what the, the bearing of fruit that is Galatians 5.22. Okay. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, faithfulness, meekness, goodness, self-control. All that good nature entered into him. What was he yesterday? Wicked, bad, terrorist, murderers rapist but today a child of God bearing fruit for the Lord he is meditating the word of God day and night he is praying to God through Jesus because Jesus taught him how to pray pray in my name to the heavenly father and you will get it and he is praying he is no more cruel like a tiger he is sharing his food with the poor he is sharing the cloth with the poor he is ministering the word he is witnessing Jesus You don't need to go to a theological college to witness Christ. What you experienced. I was so wicked. Jesus came into me. And I have changed. Today if I die, I am going to heaven. That is the gospel message for the world. So he is a preacher now even today. Look at this one. Without Jesus. What is happening to him? He is born in sin. Brought up in sin. And he will one day die in sin. Because the devil is the king of his heart. He is not born again. Such a man, you can see what is his end. Anybody's name not written in the book of life will be thrown into the hell. You can see him here. He is, going, he is going to die. As he is dying, this wicked man without Jesus, he can see the hell open. He can see the devil rejoicing that one more added with him. You can see his empty hands. He left behind everything what he earned. All that bank balances, all the estates, all the cars, luxury things, what all he was having. All the worldly things he left behind. And he is going empty handed to the hell. His family is worried because this family had no Jesus. His life without Jesus, there is no hope for him. He is eternally going to hell to spend the eternity, billions of ages to come in hell with the devil. Now one with Jesus, I'm finishing here, whose name is written in the book of life, will be allowed to enter the heaven. You can see him the wonderful way. The man of God is dying. We can increase our hope today. All born again children of God. You can increase your hope. Look at him. As he's dying, the word of God is comfort for him. And as he dies, he can see the heaven open. Okay? He can see the angels rejoicing. The man of God is coming home. The woman of God is coming home. They are ready to receive him uh, to the heaven. And you can see, this man can see the reward waiting for him. Jesus said, even if you give a, Matthew ten forty two, Even if you give a glass of? Huh? Even if you give a, to say, you can loudly say, even if you give a glass of? No. Matthew ten forty two says, even if you give a glass of? Cold water. <laughs> okay. Somebody ask you water, cold water, you can tell him there is, a, there is a pipe there in the washroom. You can drink from there. You know, in our home, people used to come in the dry, 48 degrees Celsius. You know, dry, hot. Children used to come in North India. Sir, please give me a glass of cold water. They cannot buy. With 50 cents, they cannot buy a glass of water, cold water. They want to have that cold water. We go to the fridge, take a two liter water, cold water in the home. Go and at the gate, give that full two liter. That child drinks a full stomach, look at you with a lot of gratitude. Jesus said that. Spend something, little efforts you are taking to give that cold water to him. Okay, so I have no time to explain. Okay. So he is seeing all the reward waiting for him. That's why I was ready even to give my life. Isn't it? Because I can get a reward like this. So this man is dying. His wife is thanking God. Oh, she is going to be a widow. Children are going to be orphaned. Wife is telling God, thank you. You gave a wonderful husband to me. It was only for a few years. But you gave him. You took him. May your name be glorified. Children are thanking God. They are becoming orphan. They don't have fees even to pay. Because the only earning member of the family goes away. But yet they are thanking God. What a wonderful daddy we had. God, you gave him to be our daddy for a little time. And you took him away. That's okay. Fine. May your name be glorified. See, there is no worry. There is no fear. Because they have eternal hope in the Lord. Jesus is going to be. May I stop here. As the burial is going to take place. This family can stand around that tomb. Shall we all stand up? Shall we all stand up? We can sing this song together. (laughs) You all know this song, you know. I'm not a good singer, but you can sing. Because he lives. This world, the living just because, he, because Jesus lives. I have no worry. My future is secured. This is the hope of a believer in this world. You heard what we were trying to talk. Please, anybody who is not born again, you can understand now where you are going, isn't it? Every true believer will understand that is yes, Jesus is inside. Is there anybody who is not saved? Can I see any hand so that we can pray together? All are born again. Hmm? I don't need to ask. I don't need to compel anybody, as Paul says. I persuaded men, knowing the terror of the Lord. I persuaded men. I compel people to come to Christ. Anybody? Children, they are all saved. Okay, anyway, you may handle them later. Okay, no problem. But as believers, please understand what is in your heart. You are supposed to be a true child of God, holy, as the God is holy, isn't it? But yet, many times, those wrong things enter inside. Leave it off from today. Even if it happened early, leave it off today. Be perfect children of God. You can write to me in this address. If you want a copy of this, I can send you. Okay? And... uh, Uh, even even the Facebook and even request through the Facebook the phone numbers are here of Kenya as well as India Okay, so this is the ministry so shall we pray hallelujah as I am praying you can also pray in your heart and remove all those demonic spirits small small foxes which is inside you can remove those and be decide to be holy children of God gracious Lord heavenly father we want to thank you and praise you for this very blessed day, evening you have given us, Lord. Thank you for your benign presence among us. Thank you for speaking to me as well as to everyone who is in this hall. Thank you, Lord, that you have made us to realize our present condition. Lord, we pray that you be with us, help us in the days to come. Make us holy, Lord. And make us your witnesses, as we are supposed to be the ambassadors of Christ in this world. Lord, help us to go into nations, into different communities, into different villages, into different cities, uh, to preach Jesus to the people. Give us opportunity, Lord. Give us the desire to do it. And you may take all glory through this. Thank you, Lord, for the leadership of this church, for allowing me to come into this hall today evening and to present these pictures along with the gospel to them, Lord. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the church. Bless them abundantly. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for Brother, Brother John and his family who connected me to uh, this gospel hall. Be with him also, Lord. We seek your blessing upon each one of us this evening. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Amen.